0: What up, folks? Welcome to Dabbling and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey, Dabbling Dribbling is a podcast about basketball and life and all various other things. So. Um, let's get into it, because there's a lot been going on this past week since the last time we recorded.
1: Yeah, that's true. A lot's happened in this week, and we should mention, while this is going on, we're in the middle of the Cavaliers and Celtics, game two. Right. Or, as I like to call it, the Monstars versus the Celtics. Did
0: you call it that, or did somebody else call it that?
1: Some people have been calling it that. Right.
0: Specifically the TNT, uh... Course, the, the
1: sports course even before them, game <laughs> one. I think the internet dubbed them the Bond Stars. It's going down pretty bad in Boston right now. We'll get to that a little <laughs> bit later. But, um, yeah, yeah, how's your week been?
0: It's been good, I think, for both of us. It's just been like really busy. Um, yeah. life has been very busy. Um, but you know, life doesn't stop just because it's being busy. Because, I mean, oh. like, our world oh. is possibly going to implode in, on itself. There's a
1: lot happening. There's a lot happening. Oh, my gosh.
0: Um, and then you know, as the world is happening, and you're working and things like that too, like life is also happening, and you know, dealing with life things are always like always an interesting
1: mm-hmm.
0: thing. I know that sounds like really coded, but like
1: like very ambiguous when I say life. A lot life. happened this week. Yeah, <laughs> like I lots a, of
0: life things have been I happening.
1: A, I got a random call this week. This is uh-huh. just an aside okay. in the midst of everything going on this week. I got a call from a dentist office. Our dentist office? No. <laughs> so a no, random dentist no. office. No, <laughs> a dentist I had four years ago in a different state
0: mm-hmm.
1: who messaged me and said, I owe them money. <laughs> you get these calls a lot when people tell you that they owe you money when you probably well, don't, don't owe them. <laughs> but this one was legitimate. I was like, oh, that's an actual office. Yes, I have been there. What was this for? Wait, a checkup. And I, apparently I had I, I went to see them when I had insurance because I would always use my insurance when yeah. I went to the dentist. Mm-hmm. I'm not about that life of uh, -of out-of-pocket dental. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they're like, yeah, you owe us this money. I'm like, but you, the operation came when I had that one insurance plan, then I switched to another one. Right. So I gave you their information. And it didn't expire for like three more months. Right. And they're like, wait, wait, but you ran it a year later?
0: That sounds like a you problem. That
1: sounds like you need to go check yourself. Yeah, because I'm not
0: going to pay anything. What's your name,
1: Barb? Barb, is it? I'll call you back on Monday, Barb. I I, I I don't have time for this. (laughs) So that's that. That happened my week, but that was. I mean, I've
0: had a few like I don't got time for this moments this week, and funny enough, it has a lot to do with like people's perception of you and what. They want you to be, or who they think you should mm-hmm. be. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, which I mean, like, duh, that's life. I think being a woman is a, like that. Just happens all the time. Like people are telling you what to do, how to do it, and things like that. So why,
1: why, why don't you say more on that? <laughs> what What happened?
0: So I mean, <laughs> what happened? I have so many feelings. Um, no, I mean it's nothing super serious. Like I had a conversation with family and friends about some stuff, and something's kind of came up as far as like what. People typically like in in heterosexual um, relationships, like men typically like like skinny, Mm -hmm. light skin, pretty women. And it was like brought up in a conversation with women who are, I think, incredibly beautiful, but don't fall in the the lens of like skinny and what culturally what was expected of them, Uh, specifically like in the field of study that they're in or in the field of like, profession that they're in and things like that. So, it's just, like, like, Desi, being a Desi problem, like. <laughs> so, you're
1: saying other Indians were putting you in a box.
0: Me and the implying, people around, yeah, implying. Implying
1: that there is a box that one should fit into right. to be desirable to the male right population.
0: Of the of the Desi of, community. Yes. And I just, like, I was, I'm was i so tired of having this conversation. That's why I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It's stupid. It is what it is. Because um, I feel like my whole life I've, like, dealt with people, like, telling me how I should feel when I've never felt th- that way about things. Or, like, m- convincing me I should feel, you know, like, not pretty or not skinny mm-hmm. or not, you know, whatever. Whatever yeah. adjective you want to put in there, yeah. that adjective. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it was a pretty heated conversation. And then, funny enough, like, after that conversation, I would say within, like, the hour, I saw a commercial, a Dove commercial. Mm-hmm. And it's a... it's, It was it was during... It was during um, yesterday's Scandals two-hour to season finale. Is that back?
1: It's, We're doing
0: that again? <laughs> yes. And oh. it's, it was a season finale. It's been back. <laughs> oh, I...
1: What <laughs> season... Wait, which
0: season are we in? I forget what season, but their next season is their last season. Oh, okay. Because it's starting to like, reality and fiction is starting to combine a little too too much. That's... Yeah, it's yes. a, that is
1: a very real we're thing. We're at a very real place
0: <laughs> It's a very real place that we're in. Um, so, but, so, in the commercial, Dove is apparently um, connecting and uh, working with Shonda, Shonda mm-hmm. Rimes, um about, like, body positivity and things like that, very similar to, like, the book Her Year of Yes, like, that kind of realm. Dove is pretty, like, well-known for, you know, doing... You know, body image, positive things for women in general.
1: That's some good soap. Yeah, shout it out, is, out to Dove. <laughs> shout
0: out to Dove for all except your except that mini. one thing they did recently, where they had the different soap bottles be different shapes of like women's bodies. So like, I did not see that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. That was like a fail. But outside of that, it was like they've done really well. But essentially, the commercial, your face is like. Meh, that's I'm gross. looking this up <laughs> while you keep going. Go well, ahead. um, so because it was just like that was n- unnecessary. Like it, w- it just didn't make sense. Um. But, uh, yeah, no, no, that, I, right I see, there.
1: I see where your head's at, Dove. Yeah. Okay, I, I see what good you're in, trying yeah, to do. Yeah, good
0: intention. <laughs> just Google it. Just Google Dove bottle, which Alex just did. I mean, just like, why, what's the point of that? I don't know. Um Anyway, so in the commercial, there is a woman, um a woman of color, possibly of some sort of uh, black ancestry, um, who it was considerably like she's she was I would consider her like overweight or like more Mm -hmm. thicker um you know kinky hair just Mm -hmm. you know just she looked like a black woman and and one of the things that like it starts off with her saying like my whole life I've always thought I was beautiful but like people around me always felt like I shouldn't have felt that way that I was beautiful um that I should be like ashamed like she's implying that she should be ashamed of her weight of her skin color of her hair of her Mm -hmm. whatever you know and I was thinking about that. I'm just like, that is so real. In, we all have insecurities, and it's it gets tapped into various things sometimes um, in various circumstances. Um, but I keep on thinking about, like, man, how many times was I told? Like, I would I would leave the house thinking, like, man, I feel great. I, I feel like I look pretty. I look... Not that it, like it's just how I feel. And it really shouldn't matter what an uncle or an auntie or... Mm-hmm. A friend or person in the on the playground or on the basketball court or whatever it says about me to affect who I am, but it does, and like how psychologically it f's you up, mm-hmm. and it like messes up all your relationships. It messes like not all of your relationships, but like it 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 is a part of your yeah, the you, baggage that you bring in.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. That's so, yeah. yeah. You we all carry that bag, and we just put stuff in there that just people drop on us. Right. But yeah, man, that's. That I, and I've never had to deal with in my life. I will recognize <laughs> your male privilege. My most privileges <laughs> of being a male. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, they, they cover me from a lot of that. Kind at thirty as a male. I do not feel any kind of pressure to look a certain way or behave yeah. a certain way, and that's that's something I uh, <clears throat> I try not to take for granted.
0: And I will say, like now, I care much less about what people think. So much more. Than I even did last year, Mm -hmm. you know, like I still care cause I'm a human and I like care about what, like I care about what you think. I care about what my dog thinks. I care about like what, who is currently passed out. (laughs) He's passed out right now. But, um, I mean, I care about what people think, but I'm not going to, like, I don't, I I am secure in who I am Mm -hmm. for the most part. I, I would say 99% of my days I am really happy um, but it's just—I'm just so frustrated with conversations that I know this is not only happening in the Desi community. I know it's happening sure, yeah. every community where we are telling women, cisgendered women, or even tra- like, or even like the policing of of genders in general, of like how you should look, what you should do, what you should say, all these different things, just so you can appease to be pleasing to mm-hmm. the. The sex, the gender that you are attracted to, or the sex that you're attracted to, um, it just like it, it, it's a conversation that I have constantly, and it's it's very frustrating. Um, so that's been like a big part of my week because I just keep on thinking about that. Because as much as because like, it's also like affecting people around me, right? Like it's mm-hmm. affecting the people that I love and care about, and in a negative way. You know, they're not taking it the way that I'm taking it because I've had thirty years of dealing with this. Um, right. So it's just it's it's the patriarchy. It's people playing like this, and the person who was having this conversation was a woman of color who right. was like, you know, did you notice that this is this is what typically all the weddings we've gone to these are what the 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 the, the, the brides and their bridesmaids look like, and you know, it's like yeah, so <laughs> you know, like just because I don't look like that doesn't mean I don't know. Yeah, it's really no, effed
1: up. Well, it's it's like yeah, didn't you know it's. Basically, they're saying, look at all the people who are up here in this marriage, bridal party, whatever. You know, they all look skinny. Mm Mm-hmm. Is is that a coincidence? They're saying it like it's a coincidence. Right. But they mean it to imply, take a a hint is what they want to say.
0: Right. And that's essentially what kind of happened, and it blew up
1: really poorly. (laughs) The Barbie model. Right. And if,
0: you know, Ah. if you've done any research, you should know that... If Barbie was a real person, she would have terrible back problems. That's true. And
1: would not be a very healthy person. <laughs> I think it's scoliosis for that yeah. kind of model. That's yeah. That's the shout out to people who <laughs> deal with scoliosis. I almost had that. You did? T- I didn't know almost, that. yeah, in middle school. Did you they to, do you have big boobs? Do you remember? Uh, how were my boobs at? <laughs> how were your boobs actually? Your boobs. My boobs. Yeah. What yeah. male move, man boobs? Male boobs. Boobs. I think my boobs were pretty tight. I think they were okay. <laughs> But my, uh, the gym teacher, Mr., uh, I think I remember, Mr. Wazowski? Mm. What's his name? You can come on the podcast, man. <laughs> we had uh, we had to do the scoliosis test. Did you get that done in middle school or high school? No. You had to, in front of all the other peers in your groups, all these other 7th and 8th graders, Right. you had to go to the gym teacher, mm. and he would size up your spine he'd look at it and then he'd send you to the nurse if he wanted a second opinion because you were borderline were you borderline <laughs> i was borderline every time <laughs> so i would go there and he'd be like all right guys you're gonna come in you're gonna take off your shirts you're gonna come up and then just like in front of everybody yep and bend you were taking
0: your shirt off in front of everybody i
1: believe in my mind we were wearing like undershirt tank tops I do not oh. call them wife beaters <laughs> I because I do not endorse that.
0: <laughs> I was then, like, wife beaters? <laughs> so you, male tank tops, great. Right? Male, male white, tank tops. Male white tank tops.
1: Uh, Hanes. <laughs> And uh, he would come up, you'd come up and you just bend over, touch your toes, mm-hmm. and then he'd just angle his, he'd just look at your spine straight on, mm-hmm. and then he's like, if I send you to the nurse, it doesn't mean you have scoliosis, it's just, you know. Where's just you gonna go, check it just out. Just go hang out. <laughs> just going to go hang out say hi to the nurse. You know, someone gets to be a lucky guy who gets to go see the nurse. So we all come up, one person after another, okay, okay, bye Bobby, okay, bye Billy, mm-hmm. whatever. Alex, come on up. Okay, here. Um, do me a favor. Take this to the nurse. Here's this paper. <laughs> and like, everyone's oh. like, oh. Yeah. That's <laughs> so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Is, but every time I go to the nurse, I'm like, oh, that's fine. You, you're okay. Except I think I had like an enlarged muscle or something on one side. Oh, wow. Stronger on one side of my back than another. I don't know. So it made one muscle look bigger. I'm fine now. My friend had it. Uh, scoliosis? But, yeah. I had for, a couple
0: of friends who had scoliosis, yeah, too.
1: She had some back supports and stuff yeah. for a long time. But I never noticed. Somehow I never had any inkling.
0: Yeah. I I quickly remembered, like, a classmate. She wasn't a friend who had scoliosis and had, like, a brace that mm-hmm. she was wearing. Um, and I remember being like, oh, what's that? And, like, that's when mm-hmm. I learned, like, sometimes you don't ask questions like that. You just yeah. shut your mouth and just be like, you know what? If they want to tell me what it is, they can, you know? <laughs> tact, you it's know, tact. tact and like being a not a
1: jerk. You learn things. <laughs> yeah,
0: you learn things. I mean, I was very I was very young, so like but she also like I really appreciate her for like telling me mm-hmm. that too, which oh, is like yeah. otherwise I would have never learned to like not ask like why why does your face look like that no. or why do you have this As like, a kid, we you know. ask a
1: lot of questions Right. and we the don't always get the answer. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. Um speaking of uh male uh, t- white tank tops, mm-hmm. have you heard about um the rompin
1: hmm
0: Male rompers.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> Alex looks so confused right now. It's really funny. Is,
1: <laughs> I'm actually struggling to remember what a romper okay, is. Okay, so I'm
0: gonna tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this right now for okay. you. This is a romper.
1: This oh, is a a romper.
0: So it's basically a onesie. Oh, those are fun. Yeah, I've it, you've seen me wear them a yeah, ton. Like yeah, these can,
1: are pretty popular.
0: Right, you can wear you can have long rompers, which are also known as jumpsuits.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: uh, but rompers are super fun. They're they're also a little exciting, right? And so they're and they're just a little um, inconvenient when using the bathroom because you essentially have to like take it all off to use the bathroom. Because you know, as a, as a female.
1: Okay, I'm hearing you say this, mm-hmm. but I'm also thinking. As a male, we find ways around. This.
0: Oh yes, because yes. this is now the male romper, gentlemen. Or the romp him. Yes,
1: gentlemen. <laughs> um,
0: I think, and I sent you an image of this. Oh,
1: that's what he was. That's
0: wearing? what I was. I he, saw
1: the top and the bottom. I thought he was wearing like shorts and a shirt. No,
0: so he was wearing. Um, it was a tweet that somebody asked, who was it? Gosh, who was the athlete that was wearing Cam the, Newton? Cam Newton's uh, like he wore uh, to Coachella um, a romp him. Um, which That's I cool. find it funny, but um, apparently they have a little flap that you can open yeah, so you can yeah. your ding dong can come out and now I want to say pee-pee. something
1: about that. Uh, but what if you have to
0: go to number two? That gets kind of awkward. Th-
1: yes, it does. <laughs> Just you, saying. I mean, you can't really handle that. But yeah. the the flap in the front mm-hmm. on jeans mm-hmm. and and pants pantalones, mm-hmm. fine. I have no problem with those mm-hmm. because it secures everything and yeah, the, pa- the package. Yeah. But. And it just looks nice. Like I think, a, a, like a fly in the mm-hmm. front adds some visual interest. Sure. I'm used to it, but on my boxers, right? I don't see a need for that flap. Is it <laughs> that much of a stretch to I, just?
0: I mean, I don't have.
1: So one I'll tell tonight. you what happens when you oh. go to a urinal, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Specifically, the ladies out there who don't have ding dongs. just saying. I'm going to say this too. <laughs> there's <laughs>
1: etiquette around urinal use. We all You're, know this. Right.
0: I know you have to have a space between. You
1: need a buffer between, urinal between people if right. there's an option. So, if But what if there
0: isn't an option? If
1: there's two urinals side by side, obviously. Use them. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But if if could you, three, why couldn't you just you go take to the stall? Why'd
0: you just go to the stall? Well,
1: if I'm just going to. to here's what. I, I, I never understood okay.
0: why guys go to the ur- urinal and hmm. not the stall because.
1: I'm just taking a piss.
0: But then you show your wee-wee to everybody. No,
1: you're not. If it has a separator on it where you don't have to look over or see. But
0: what if you, like, sort of...
1: Glanced, I would just be curious. And you just, like... I would be curious, personally. Some people are, and those are called creeps. And we just don't <laughs> look at them directly in the eye. But not many people do that. There's, like, an etiquette. You go in, you face the wall, you right. don't look at each you, other. You,
0: you just get to business. Unless
1: you really know that person very well... You don't even like, talk. Like you guys talk? We will talk if we know. Because girls other. talk
0: in the bathroom all the time while we're doing all the things. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like it's just like people you don't being.
1: know. People you know. No, no, people I know. People you know. Yeah, yeah sure. Not it's fine, like, of course.
0: But like when you're in like washing your hands and stuff like that, like you may talk to someone like, oh I like your shirt or sure. like, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. like
1: yeah. yeah, no, we talk to each other. If it's a if it's a friend of mine mm-hmm. or someone I know as an acquaintance, it's almost weird if you're both taking a piss and you don't talk. Because it's like weird. Okay. Yeah, it's a little odd. Unless you're at a club or some place that has music playing, but right. if it's just you, him, and silence and then just pissing against like porcelain, porcelain? <laughs> then it's just a little weird. So yeah, you, you say some pleasantries and you but what it also is mm-hmm. and I've I'm not good at this, mm-hmm. but some guys piss real fast, and it's well, a if, race. Well, if,
0: if they can. It's like a Cause race. Because, you know, as
1: you get older... As you get older, right. It's difficult, apparently. Yeah, we'll all get there. Right I now... I mean,
0: if it's a one plate y'all have, I feel like that's fine. Because women you, do a little bit more.
1: The period thing? We're not... <laughs> yeah. We're not asking for Everyone's that. We don't need that.
0: Childbirth.
1: No, but we might have a hard piss every once <laughs> in a while. We want to... Yeah, if you go in and you take a... The guys will go in, and so quickly... It's like... Unbuckle, unzip, piss, zip, buckle, out. And it's in Hopefully like 20 they wash seconds. Hopefully they wash their hands. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't.
0: why? Shame
1: and wag of the <laughs> finger to people who don't wash their hands after they the if I ever find out that you don't wash your hands,
0: I'm going to be so disappointed. No, I actually like wash my friend. hands.
1: I actually like, and this started only a year ago. Well, I would always wash my hands after uh-huh. I used the bathroom, but I would uh, not. Now I start washing my hands even when I'm not at the using the bathroom, I just, like, washing my hands more. Well, yeah, it's healthy. it's healthy. Well, they say that, but, like, for some reason now, I feel like, like, I can feel my hands, they're more sensitive to things. Hmm. I don't know why, but, like, I feel like I have more on my hands. Maybe I should go get that checked out. But, like, psychologically, I'm like, I feel like washing my hands. It's been a a few hours since I washed my hands, and I feel like I've touched things. Metal, wood... In New York City, you're just around... A, you I mean, know what it also is? It's a is? New York
0: City thing, too, I think. You know what Because I wash is. my hands a ton.
1: The weather got warmer, and so it's like a little more humid, so things feel a little stickier.
0: And the air quality has not been great. There's been a lot of warnings That's about that here is. in New York City, so...
1: I feel it. I feel a lot of people feel it. But anyway... But the flap. the flap on the flaps. front, I don't need it.
0: For, and your boxer
1: shorts You just pull cool down the boxers for a second, and then get your, you just... Get your business You going. do it, and then you put the boxers up. I don't use the flap, so I've switched over to... A different brand of like spandex polyester boxes oh. with no front flap. Oh,
0: fancy. Feels great. The things that now all of our listeners know about you.
1: And I know I'm not the only one who has this issue, <laughs> but the flap, when it becomes loose, like if you get, if it comes out in the flap. Uh huh. And it's in your pants, right? It hurts. So it's I'm not, assuming it hurts. It doesn't hurt, maybe for some people. Unless you chase, like, but it's zip. uncomfortable.
0: And then if you zip too fast, that could hurt.
1: The the what? Well, I don't something know. about I'm just... Mary. There's something about Mary. <laughs> yeah, there's something about yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's a risk, but I'm <laughs> I'm just saying it's uncomfortable. So I go flapless, and that's how I I feel good about it.
0: Well, I mean, either way, you have the so romper.
1: The, the, the romper romp now that the looks good. Him.
0: I think you would look good on a bed.
1: You know what? I'm gonna do that, and also.
0: When we do our photo shoot, get a Rompim. Apparently, it's like a hundred some dollars to get it. I don't need one like that. No, you, <laughs> you don't. We want it. You, we want the H and M, like, you know, the um, when the overproduced. Yeah, that's what we want. Or Zara on sale. Zara on sale. Ooh, you're gonna, That's fancy. I would also like
1: to rock a kilt this summer. Nice. I'm putting that on record. I would actually like to uh, bring that in before it becomes a thing because I know it's going to blow up.
0: Um, I'm into it. Um, do it.
1: It's hot outside.
0: It is hot yeah, outside. as well.
1: And you can put a pocket on the front. You can just why like, can't you
0: just wear shorts? Like, what's... I mean, why... why you just want more air? I want more air. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. I feel good about it. But anyway, that was just random that I just thought about. What else has been going on? Um, any, any fun, interesting things that you've learned this week or whatnot before we get into our dribbling section?
1: Yeah, sure. I uh, heard this story this week. Mm-hmm. Google...
0: Google, she's my girl. I Love her.
1: You just assign gender to Google.
0: Yeah, sometimes like sometimes it's a she, sometimes it's a he. It's like God. It's he Google
1: can- <laughs> God. Almost anonymous at this point in <laughs> our society. Well, she's doing another thing. Uh, right. she's getting into some ambient computing.
0: Ambient computing. What the heck's that? I had to look it
1: up. <laughs> so it's uh, when the computer can talk. Okay. Well, you talk to the computer instead of typing into it.
0: Okay. So there's, like, I mean, they do that. You can do that now on Google. Like, there's that microphone and it can...
1: Exactly. Right. Except now, <laughs> instead of putting words to something, mm-hmm. it will execute certain operations. It'll do actions for you.
0: But how is it going to know how to do that?
1: It's going to do things like voice recognition so okay you and me can have the same let's say we have a phone what do they say They said something like the google home oh yeah you can it's, talk into it's it. like the
0: alexa for yeah. Uh, amazon yeah it's like a little it's like a little egg that mm-hmm. you can like google turn on my tv or like yeah you know do whatever
1: google uh order pad thai from mm. such and such place right it'll go ahead and order it for me mm-hmm. but it won't it'll put it on my credit card account not yours because my voice it recognizes if you said it it knows in, your credit
0: card number cuz you placed yep. it at some point
1: yep i the, stored it in there and it's it's all good and secure
0: okay so that's convenient kind of like similar to when like the phone had everything like when everyone mm-hmm. cuz now everyone has iPhones the mobile we're the mobile era
1: yeah of things it's it's like that but it's making one less thing for us to do uh, we don't have to type things now and it's getting closer to Something I've been saying for a while is, like, you'll be able to just think something, and it will happen. Google will take care of it for you. You might have the thought of, like, ah, man, I really want to... Before I get home tonight, I'd really love to have uh, this, like, bouquet of flowers delivered. Mm -hmm. Like, because I want it to be a special dinner or something. Like, ah, man, all right, I want a dozen roses from this florist. Right. Right. That's how close we're getting to this conversation. Uh, basically, ambient computing is getting closer to that, except you have to say it. Eventually that in our is, lifetime, I think you, you'll just be able to think it.
0: That is wild. It's going to be great.
1: It's I'm, a little
0: big brothery y and kind of scary. I think of like iRobot. Sure. I don't know if you remember that yeah. movie. The one with Will Smith? Uh-huh.
1: Oh, yeah. Like I remember very... every Will Smith movie.
0: <laughs> I haven't watched every one. Like, Pursuit of Happiness? I can't watch it.
1: I watched it one time, and I can't watch it again.
0: I feel that way about, like, Marley and Me and anything with puppies.
1: That's the one with uh, Owen Wilson.
0: Is he in that one? I think so. And with
1: Jennifer Jennifer Aniston's in it. Yeah, I think The dog, I, like,
0: dies eventually. Like, sorry, you if know I spoiled what? it.
1: I saw it was going there, I can, and I, I can't, stopped. <laughs> I can't do that. I stopped, like, <laughs> I stopped, like, <laughs> I stopped, like three quarters through. Yeah, no. Kind of like the Boston Celtics. <laughs>
0: Ooh, you just said that? So, if y'all watched uh, or follow our um, Instagram, we put a little bit on our Instagram story of our reactions to the nasty that is the game. But anyway, before but we go into oh, that. One
1: more thing. Yeah. Google go into, also did this. Uh, the Google Lens. Uh, this is something I was saying.
0: They Didn't they, like, sh- like, prototype it or show it yeah, recently?
1: Yeah. At a, like, convention conference thing. Yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, I was having this thought a few weeks ago mm-hmm. where I said... I- are we not at the place yet where I can just... There are people you see in day-to-day life who mm-hmm. you haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. and you should know that person's name. Right. But it, just, it escapes you in the moment. Right. You're, you, know you know yeah. on a better day if you were refreshed, but you've had a long day, you're like, I know this person's name. What is it? Your phone mm-hmm. could, through Google Lens, just put the phone up to the person's face, and, and it'll it will tell, tell you who it Their is. name, their LinkedIn profile, their Facebook Page everything you want to know about wow. this person, you just click. Instead on of whatever.
0: googling them, they just yeah. do it with your face.
1: Yes, it's the reverse Google. Well, you had to know the person's name to, to see a picture. Right. Now I just see a picture. Well, now you can
0: like you can Google pictures. Like, and I think that's something that you can do. That's how um Bow wow, oh, yes, you Bow wow got in trouble cuz they like googled the image the, that the, he, image, the yes. image of his like private jet that he was on which right. he wasn't on right. and it was like actually an image from some something else so You
1: can do that now right. but it's just But this is like
0: another level. This is you this in is the wild. World.
1: Yeah, oh, I love it. But it's also advantageous. They were saying an example would be like going to a restaurant mm-hmm. and then putting the lens right there at the Front of the store, right? And it does recognition of like, oh, that's such and such like Froyo place, right? Here's its rating on Yelp. Here's its profile, its menu, everything else you can click on to get more information. That some people are saying is that too much. I don't think that's too much. I think that's great, but if you but it can be so much, used
0: for evil. That's
1: you know what? Look, if we do in this world not, that we're in, if you're not connected to some, here's the danger, right? We we use the subway, right? You're on the subway, guy comes up to you, puts his phone up to your face, he knows. up to your face, and he has, he could can he get know. your information? He, I don't know.
0: He could maybe know where I live and follow me there and do, and kill me.
1: Literally, okay. that's where we're All going. Right, maybe. <laughs> yeah, look, if it, if, if Google Bas- doesn't police it with ethics, which I think they're going to be careful to do, I mean, we right. have to. Right. Uh, we would never give out people's personal, like, cell phone numbers and location of residence, but, like... Letting someone see your professional pages.
0: Right. I mean, we do that now when you looked at Lincoln, LinkedIn and, yeah. like, Twitter. Like, there's, I mean, there's ways you can find people and where th- where they work and things like that. Google's or, easy
1: to do Or, that. like, I'm terrible with dog breeds. I don't know what dogs are what. Right. So it just... What dog is Ridley? You know what? Get, uh, he's a Shih Tzu. Good job.
0: Okay, that I well know. Done. Well done. Well done. I've known it
1: long enough. But if I had <laughs> some dog of some mix and I'm like, I don't know what that is... Give me the phone. I'll hold it up to the dog and say, "That's a cross between a border collie and a whatever." Right. I could use that.
0: That could be that could be helpful. Or like but that's but that again is dangerous. Like sure. I think of like, the FBI, the CIA, special ops, like the things that they have to do. And if the world has that kind of power, and if you're supposed to be undercover, that's that's where I went. Okay, I went there. Okay.
1: Well, here's this comes like, back now, to the.
0: This comes back to, like, when, you know, your cover is blown because someone spilled your secrets. Like, 45.
1: Well, look.
0: <laughs> I'm just is, saying. I
1: wasn't going to say I'm it. just saying. That is... Reports are still developing. <laughs> we don't have a lot of information about 45. And what he did or did not do... I mean, he's there.
0: a hot mess.
1: But I will say this, too. Uh, it, just because you can... Doesn't mean you should. Maybe. Doesn't mean you should. But w- inevitably, someone's going to do it, right? Yeah. It's like... Wow, should we really start making robots that are basically human beings and how they function and navigate through the world? Some people would say that's dangerously close to playing God. Yeah. Someone's going to do it though. I mean, and they're I gonna people be successful. say
0: people say that about like stem cell research that. Right. You know. So I mean, I don't know. I think it's it's just as scary as like when the iPhone came out like is that a good idea, right? Like is that kind of smartphone having everything in one place a good idea. Do you
1: remember what you thought when the iPhone first came out? It was about, it was like, about damn time. Really? Yeah. When the iPhone first came out? Because me
0: and my dad talked about that a lot. We're like, well, I can't wait till it's all one thing because then I don't have to carry a phone, my, <laughs> I, my iPod, and a camera with me everywhere.
1: That's a good move. When it first came out, my reaction was, where are the buttons?
0: Yeah, because your mind couldn't think beyond what you knew. Right. You don't know what you don't know.
1: And I was like, what if it, what if it goes... Sorry, we just
0: took a what? glance at this game, the fourth quarter. Oh God, this is terrible. So Cleveland one fourteen and Boston seventy one. That's disgusting. That's forty
1: three points. Is it? Uh, is that the difference?
0: That, that looks like it's forty three.
1: That's man. I don't know. What's anyway, going. but I feel like uh, uh, what were we saying? The where are the buttons? You don't know what you don't know. The buttons. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. with well, this phone, dies out, and I can't see anything on the screen. Because remember, you'd have like a a phone right. with buttons actual tactile buttons right. you could push. If the screen went out and I still knew the number I needed, right. I could you just dial the number, them, yeah. press the the green call right. button. Right. I get a connection. With that phone, I'm like, oh my man, if it goes out, what do I do? Who am I gonna dial? You this just number? charge your phone. Oh well, yeah. It doesn't but it's <laughs> unless really you dependable. have an
0: LG POS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> LG, how is it that every I don't know. Every time I go in and out of a space with this new LG phone It's an older model of LG phone I just have to st- stop the wireless The Wi-Fi, and turn it back on again For one second And then it works
0: I just need you to get a new phone
1: You know what it is? It's planned obsolescence They know
0: They know that you need a new phone We're
1: two models away from where <laughs> I am now so I mean the like, iPhone
0: does that all the time I mean the Apple does that all the time I'm so. over it man all, I mean it's a way to make money Anyway, anything else happening in the world? Do we want to talk There's about a 45? Lot of,
1: no, I don't want to talk about him. He's, I, I, I feel like we know. talk about him a lot. There's He's, a lot happening. There'll be more next week. Just stay awoke. Your president is, is doing things... That's so stupid. ...you need to watch out for. He's...
0: Oh, Lord. Anyway.
1: Shout out to the reporting at the New York Times and Washington Post and people Jeez. who are doing their jobs.
0: It's a lot going on. I feel like that's probably also why I've been like so like stressed out. Not even stressed out. Just like, it's just so much happening that... This like I didn't have a day of like not watching the news. Or like being consumed by things.
1: Right. Until, but I also eagerly woke up in the morning to hear the, the latest episode of the soap opera.
0: Oh god, yeah.
1: So I had to we are check myself and say, You're kinda looking forward to this morning report.
0: Yeah, because we don't know what forty five tweeted mm. or who got fired or who got appointed. Ugh, anyway. It's a lot. So drama. Drama.
1: No, I think we covered the dablin.
0: Alright. That was a lot.
1: That was some good stuff.
0: Some good stuff. We learned a lot about each other.
1: Mm, that's true.
0: Alright, I think that's that's our that is our dabbling portion. I liked it. Alright, let's so let's get into our dribbling portion yeah. of our segment. Let's
1: do it. What's going on? So playoffs, playoffs. we're doing that. Uh, it's been a week, and so we've missed a couple things. Some good games right. happened, so we missed Celtics Wizards games six and seven.
0: Ugh, game seven was brutal. It was
1: brutal for the Wizards. Oof. It was. Hard. They really could never muster it up. If you're, you know, you know that the Cel by now, the Celtics beat the Wizards in seven,
0: and uh, like roughed them up really bad. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Linux showed up. Kelly he,
1: came out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: he came out of nowhere. That fourth, third and fourth quarter, I was like, "What? What? Did, wow, okay,
1: mm-hmm. someone woke up. 26 points? I yeah. mean, that's probably a season high. I think it was. He, he came out at the right time. Yep, he did what he had to do. Uh, game six, though, the theater of game six was fun because the Wizards were down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what, two games to three? Right. And the Celtics were going to close it out in Washington. Mm-hmm. So as retribution... For something the Wizards did earlier in the year. The Wizards Ugh. wore all black to a game <laughs> against the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. Signaling...
0: Uh, you, know, this, you know, we are also here to play. Yeah. At a funeral, possibly. At a
1: funeral. And so, the Celtics walked into Washington wearing all black and the Wizards showed up and John Wall hit a clutch three to win the game. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Beal was the high scorer for the game. Yeah. And so... They did the press conference with him. <laughs> they said, "How'd you feel about this?" And and you know, Wall was like, "You gonna come to my stadium wearing all black like that?" Nah, nah I'm gonna make. I worked too hard for this. We're going to Game Seven. Mm-hmm. They asked Isaiah Thomas. So uh, you all wore all black to the game, and you lost. Right. Any second thoughts on that? And I z- I said this last time, and I mean this. He is the slickest dude because <laughs> he puts on a smile like. He'll give you the answer that is political, but the smile tells you, you know what I'm thinking. He, right. he smiled and he was like, second thoughts? Nah, I wear black all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like no, nah, I, I just put on what I was going to wear today. Uh, <laughs> it's so good.
0: Well, I mean, it's, just, it's such a stark contrast to what we're seeing in the Cavs, Celtics um, finals right now. In the the massacre. It is, it is ugly. In the most... Like, I will say that both the finals... Are we talk, we're talking about the finals, I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, both in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference Finals, they're pretty boring in that, like, yeah. one team is dominating the other. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of reasons why that's the case for on both sides. Uh, but between the two, though it's kind of boring in that way, I would say the Cavs are much more interesting to watch because they, as a unit, are much mm. more interesting to watch, because they are a better... They're much more in sync, and... You were noticing the passing. The passing has been... It's been so interesting, because I was telling you that, you know, when we first learned basketball, we learned about the two passes you can do, the chess pass and mm-hmm. the bounce pass. Mm-hmm. And in the NBA, we don't see a lot of bounce passes. Right. Which, it doesn't happen often, because there's a little bit of geometry, or there's, there's also the... The, the risk of, like, the other team stealing, stealing the ball. Because it's going the,
1: slower in theory. Right, as in, in theory.
0: Pass. But the but the Cavs have done more bounce passes that I've seen. I'm, I can't, I'm, yeah. I have, you know, like, it's just, what I've seen is that they've done more bounce passes. And they're not just, like, your slow, like, you know, to my chest, bounce pass to you. Mm-hmm. It is, it is... Bam, bam! Like is it deliberate. is, it is yeah. deliberate. It, there is speed to it. There yeah. is precision to it. Mm-hmm. Um, precision? Yeah, precision, precision. Okay, I'm like that's. But really it's like the one. angle,
1: they see the angle, and they see they the geometry it.
0: in it. They know, they know where it's a moving everybody target. is.
1: Their teammate is a moving target, right? And when they land a perfect bounce pass to hit the yeah. the man moving, it's so pretty. It's so good looking.
0: It looks and like even just, just even today we saw. Um, I don't, I don't even. Was it Kyrie to LeBron? behind the
1: back bounce pass yeah like just
0: behind I was just like what like that is just in motion in motion little disrespectful because that's like things like kids do sometimes you know and it's like (sighs) oh it's so good
1: they they look they look very good yeah they're very precise they're very well you could tell that time off
0: they, they were, were well rested. Nothing.
1: We are communicating. We're getting to know our our channels, our passing lanes. We're we're and looking they, at film.
0: And they had seven games to study the
1: Celtics. Yeah. The, and seven the Wizards. Most,
0: and, well, yeah. I both mean, of they them. they yeah. were looking
1: at both, but right. like, yeah. I mean, they knew their opponent really well. Right. They're they're doing man. It last I checked, I looked over my shoulder. The game, the Cavs were up forty eight points. Jesus. And they had sat all their starters. So good God. I've never seen. They just. At this half of this uh, game, too, uh, I guess the guys on the an- analytics were saying mm-hmm. that is the largest halftime deficit in playoff history.
0: Is it? Pl- I thought it was just for the Celtics, though.
1: No. Any team thought- in playoffs, oh, I think God. is what they said. Any team ever in the oh, playoffs. Oh, man. If I'm wrong on that, I'm not wrong by much. <laughs> it was bad. It was... It's,
0: it's ugly. It was 41
1: points. Yeah. At, yes. at half.
0: Either I, I mean, him. so I would say that's a much more interesting game. I think the Cavs once they go once they go to the, to Cleveland, they're going to win the next two games. It's there's Celtics needs to they need to wake up.
1: You man, LeBron is about to pass Michael. Okay, up.
0: there's 40, 40 seconds left in the game. That is disgusting. 130-86. That's
1: gross. So we're turning 44 points and looks like it's going to be nope. Something like that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be sick at the end of the day. Um,
1: Good job, Cavs. The Cavs it's won rolling. that game.
0: So I think they're going to take it by four, and, like, it'll be... Mm. They'll be rested, and... Because they want to finish strong, mm-hmm. so they can be rested for what the West is going to give them. And the West, right.
1: which is... Who's that? Who's coming out of the West?
0: I mean, it's... At cur- this point. At this point, if Kawhi... Is Kawhi even slated to possibly come back? Because Kawhi Leonard got injured in the second game... The first game he also got a little injured, got a little little, uh, roughed up there, Um, and he sat out during the overtime and freaking, uh, what's his face?
1: Zaza. Wait, what? No, that
0: was second quarter. I'm sorry, I was thinking about the other game, Um, the other series. So at this point, wait, is the series 1-1 or 2-1? I think it's It's 2-0. 2-0, yeah.
1: Um,
0: With Kawhi being benched, it just doesn't look great for no, the Spurs, no. which sucks. And, well, Zaza, I mean, people think it was a dirty play. And Zaza is also injured, I believe. And um, I, I know the Spurs nation believes that's retribution. That's what goes
1: around, comes back around. They don't think it's enough because they also no. sued him.
0: <laughs> yeah, they sued him and the Golden <laughs> State Warriors, which I think is funny. Um, but, yeah, I think I, if Kawhi's out and Tony Parker's out... I, it's going to be Golden State.
1: They still have two of the best big men in the game, in Aldridge and Gasol. But sure, but they're
0: not... You need. You yeah. can have great big men, but no. you need to show yeah. up but offensively. We, like, they were pummeled. We
1: also said this, though, that we would never doubt Greg Popovich's no. system. And I, was I th- don't if, doubt it. If they have a chance in games three and four in San Antonio, it'll be because he worked out a system where everyone's accountable and... and place of their strengths. Right. Because they did that against the Rockets in game six. Right. And they didn't have Tony or Kawhi. But but, but the Manu, Rockets are but different. the
0: Rockets are different, and Manu Ginobili showed up when they needed him oh, to yeah. show up. And yeah. so did uh, Patty Mills. Sure. <laughs> um,
1: need him now more than ever.
0: Right. You need to show up, but, and make, because the, the problem is you're playing, and I've, you're playing this team that just has three points after three point three point shots mm-hmm. after three point shots, literally almost every it's play. It's all day. And, which is great. Skill's awesome. But you know what? I want, it's not risky to me, right? Like, a three it's point boring. shot is boring. It's like, great, you made another three. And some of the threes are like, they're not like right at the line. They are, they are far. So it is interesting to some extent. But I'm just like, I enjoy that. Driving to the driving down the paint, you know, well, making like, contact with other players, but like yeah. it's just
1: it just seems so boring on the. But do you think it's boring because of the style of play or the personalities on the court? I think it's both. Okay. I think it's both. I think if they played the way they do now, but they it's not so much the playing; it's the personalities for me. I just don't see a lot of the. When you look at the Cavs, you've got all these guys who have show so, some kind of emotion. Yeah,
0: lots of emotion.
1: Kyrie, pointed. on and off the know, court. On and off the court, they yeah. have personalities and they and they flex those. You yeah. Borders with the the Warriors, and this is probably should be no slight, but they're a little more uh, humble and docile. Humble? I'm not talking about Draymond. I'm just saying
0: like, who is you know, humble?
1: Not talking about him. I'm talking about the you got Curry, you got Clay, yeah, um, even KD. These guys who just you know they play their game, they play it well and they give you the right answers and then they go home. Right. Like, that's that's it. I mean, but with LeBron, he comes in with this like fury in his face. It's in his oh, facial yeah. expressions and everything. When he dunks, it's not just a dunk. There's a look. There's in, theater. There's, there's theater.
0: There's theater. It's, it's it's entertainment.
1: Yeah, Kyrie does the I, same thing. But I feel thing. like
0: you're being paid for that entertainment. Very okay.
1: Well. well, now you're getting into the question of is. Are you being paid to be an athlete or are you an entertainer? You You're can both be both of those things. You can be both, but some people, Tim Duncan was an athlete and a right. Hall of Fame caliber one at that. But he never, his checks were not based on his entertainment value.
0: No, it was 100%. Yeah. I think all of their checks are, are supposed to be, and I think are, mm-hmm. for their athletic value to the franchise because that produces money.
1: So, two people we talked about last time. Shaquille O'Neal and Kareem Mm Abdul-Jabbar. Perfect examples. Right. Kareem, unquestionably, Mm -hmm. one of the greatest players of all time.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Does not have a statue outside Staples. (laughs) Shaq played for them for seven or eight years. Right. Already has a statue outside. Right. He made us laugh. He he
0: He had a lot more personality off the court.
1: And, and on La the court. court yeah yeah like his and, facial expressions and right. his body language yeah, yeah he gave you something to write about the journalists love following Shaquille Right, O'Neal. because
0: the, he also brought drama with him too
1: the press conferences what is oh, yeah. he gonna the Sacramento Queens oh my gosh know, I forgot
0: about that things. Yeah, he was just fun yeah. yeah
1: fun to record a good quote
0: yeah a so, good soundbite yeah,
1: the Warriors don't except for Draymond I That's don't get really, a lot from the Warriors yeah
0: Again, they're doing athletically what they are supposed to do. They're taking advantage of the perimeter. They're taking advantage of what their turnovers and the things that they need to do because that's what what was happening
1: Mm -hmm.
0: offensively. They're sharp. Yeah, defensively. eh, Okay, whatever.
1: They're good at that, too. I mean, they're good at everything, and I'm just like, okay. It kind of in an all-around way,
0: which is great, but is weirdly, I think, and maybe it is the personality. Hmm. I don't know. I just think I'm... I'm I'm in the the, cal- the the place of well, you know, they're good, but I want I want to see more there's no physicality in it to me outside of like clearly the skill. Like clearly they are skilled shooters. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and ball handling too when it comes to the perimeter, but once you go in to the paint, I don't I don't see much that is exciting, <laughs> you know.
1: The Bulls of the 90s were more boring than we recognize. No. No, they weren't. I know. This is striking a chord with you. but I don't,
0: I don't like this. But, uh... I, I want, to change, I want Michael, to change the subject.
1: Michael was a fierce competitor, but he didn't have the same kind of theater about him and the same kind of quotables as LeBron. Sure. I'm not drawing a comparison to no, him no, as, no. as no. like, players, but, like, as entertainers. Right. LeBron is more entertaining. Absolutely. Jordan was just a killer. Yeah. Jordan would take two dribbles... And then hurt you with a shot or a dunk. Right. He only took two dribbles, and that was his fundamental rule.
0: Right,
1: LeBron will take multiple dribbles, or he'll Maybe hit a pass turn, and turn around, turn around to a plié <laughs> in front of your face, spin the ball a couple times, and then shoot. You yeah. know, like you're you're looking for different kind of uh, theatrics.
0: But then you have to also think the '90s way of playing basketball. Yeah, was much more entertaining. Because of the physicality of the rough housing, the, the fights that happened, the it was that was that was more entertaining. It wasn't about the player, it was about these like rivalries uh, that existed.
1: Entertaining in the same way that you look for certain baseball teams to play because you know they might clear the benches. Yeah. Or next or car like, or because hockey. there might be a crash. Right. Or yeah, hockey like yeah. up against the board. Yeah, when there's animosity and storylines oh, yeah. behind it. Yeah. Okay, there was that. But in the early 2000s, uh, those Lakers had some storylines. Sure. And then the, what the Cavs and Warriors are doing was a foregone conclusion this year. We wanted to see the trilogy right. of this rubber match between right. the two teams. So, like, yeah, we look for those things. But also, the Bulls were b- more boring than we realized. But when they added Dennis Rodman...
0: He made it exciting.
1: That was interesting. Yeah.
0: I, I will, The last three championships were inter- interesting because of... The what, culture, the culture. What, what's his hair gonna look like today? Mm-hmm.
1: But like the Bulls were great in the first three peat. Mm-hmm. Then Jordan came back, and they were like, "Oh, are they gonna be the same Bulls? Ah, oh, they're missing a step to that Orlando Magic team with right. Hardaway and mm-hmm. O'Neal. Right, something's missing there." And so at Pretty much the bull is saying, at any cost, we will be great again, even if it means getting a former pissing, A former pissing, Who is yeah. a loose cannon.
0: who Who is unstable, to say the least.
1: <laughs> Very <laughs> much so. And so they brought this guy in with tattoos and piercings and dyed hair, and that was the offset right. to the boring, win-it-all bulls. Let's bring in this guy who can just, like, all he does is board mm-hmm. and just annoy people. Right. And that's, he gets yeah. in their
0: heads, and it's exciting.
1: Yeah, but otherwise, I don't think we would have watched them as much. I would have, well, because maybe. I'm a true
0: fan. Okay, I love maybe Scottie
1: Pippen, but it, like he wasn't. Do you see that commercial sh- he was in? That was so Scottie.
0: Scottie was in a commercial, and it was so... so. We didn't even. I don't know what the commercial. I was. was. I was like, just like excited I to see it him. I think it was
1: NBA TV, and he got up from the analyst booth like he had been giving. His his take on the game, right? And then he gets up. He's got on a sharp suit, tailored suit, and he just walks straight into the camp. I don't know how many takes it took for him to do that, but I'd like to think just one. And he nailed it. The way
0: that yeah, he did. He did well. He
1: got up and he just like looks straight in and says, "This is you know pretty much like this is why we play the game, ball up like you know it's the playoffs kind of thing." But you never see Scotty prime front and center. No, not often. Anything. I was
0: kind of surprised by seeing him.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he's... You know, Scotty, in his more seasoned years, I follow him on Instagram. I do, too. When Shaq and he were having the feud. Oh, yeah. I love that.
0: Oh, yeah, because they're... I mean,
1: it's... I
0: mean... Scotty got him. (laughs)
1: Scotty got him with some good stuff. Oh,
0: yeah. (coughs) Um, Excuse me. But, yeah. No, anyway. But I don't think the Warriors are that exciting to watch. And maybe that... Maybe you're right. Maybe it is the personalities.
1: I don't know. But they're... Across the board, I think both series are kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I mean, I'm sitting here watching this game end, right, with the Celtics and Cleveland.
0: Oh, the, it's, oh, it's yeah, just it's ended. Done. Yeah.
1: They, uh, I mean, like, it was great for a while to watch them just, like, clobber them. Right. But, but now, then after a
0: while, you're like, okay, they, have yeah. Like,
1: Once LeBron and the unit sit down. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, they're like, okay, we should, yeah, like, okay, we, okay no, they're, it's they're like, done. They're yeah. finished. It's
1: still um, boring. On the Golden State side, I mean, any more about Zaza and Kawhi? Do we want to? I mean,
0: Zaza, right? I think, I think uh, Popovich you, explained it. Very well in his press conference that it is known that Zaza is a dirty player. Um, there, there, are, and he stated, it, "I would just Google Zaza and Popovich, and it'll, I'm sure it'll show up the video." Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just very clear that like this person has a re- a a history mm-hmm. of being a little aggressive, a little dirty, not aggressive, dirty.
1: A little careless. He,
0: a little careless in a way that could hurt another player. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know if he... Like, so essentially, Kawhi is out because he landed on Zaza's foot in a weird way. Um, because Zaza backed up on him after he was up in the air.
1: Okay. Um, I didn't see that.
0: I mean, I can see... Maybe he didn't super-duper intentionally mean to be like, I'm going to back up on him and break his ankles or, like, mm-hmm. do that necessarily, but it just did, it just with his history it just shows that like it could it could have been dirty it's, i don't know if it was actually it, dirty it, but it, uh, it i can see with what pop said
1: his history is mm-hmm. I'm oh, yeah, i i'm pro Kawhi. i i will defend him but i also am looking at that play and not seeing what some other people are like what popovich is seeing right Uh, But
0: Popovich also is seeing the history of, like, what... He almost broke Kawhi's arm last year when he was playing with the Dallas. It colors his picture. Absolutely. Yeah. And Zaza, like, the next game got injured, so...
1: So It It is what it is. So it all resolved itself.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) They're still terrible right now, the Spurs, but... It is what it is.
1: So, yeah, I guess that's where we are in the playoffs. We'll see where we end up after next week. Mm -hmm. Um, Cavs will probably be done with their series is what we think. Warriors may be done. Maybe done. We shall see. Put up a good fight, Spurs. We'll see what you got.
0: You never know with Pop. He might have something. Tim Duncan might come and do something magical. Agreed.
1: All right. Um, Well... Some news came out this week in the NBA. They yes. named their All-NBA teams. So what is an All-NBA team? The All-NBA team is something done annually to recognize the top-tier players in the league.
0: Of, each, of each position, essentially, right? Five
1: positions, mm-hmm. two forwards, a center, and two guards. Yep. That's the format. And so you choose your first team. Kind of like the dream team scenario. Like, right. if you could choose any starting five from right. this who's year's players. who's your starting players, five? Yeah. Who's your starting five? You have your first team, your second team, and your third team.
0: All really coveted spots. Like, that's a really cool thing to be. hmm But the first team is where you want to be. Of course. Because. Premier. It's first, and second is usually first loser. and first uh, loser. That's, that's what my say. coach used to tell me. Yeah. The Second place just means you're the first loser. So. I don't want a
1: ribbon. I don't, I don't, know. I don't want any kind of medal. Right. Unless it's gold.
0: Unless it's gold.
1: Seriously. <laughs> this this team, uh, first team,
0: you guys names. Have? I know. I'm really impressed with this this uh, lineup. We have, first team is center Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Two, the two forwards, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, two people we talk about, I think, almost every podcast. Uh, and the guards, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Uh, Anything you were like, uh, why is that person there? Or like? N-
1: no, all people very deserving. I am, well, we'll get into it once we get through all the teams. I'm interested why one person didn't show up on any of these, but it could be argued either way. So LeBron, is that the second team? Well. Or do you want to just talk uh, about no, the we we'll team? No, let's go through all of them. Mm-hmm. The second team, Rudy Gobert of mm-hmm. the Jazz is at center. The two forwards are Giannis Antetok- uh, Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I think so. I think I did it right this time. A combo. Mm-hmm. A Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh Kevin Durant at forward, Steph Curry his teammate at guard and also Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics.
0: Awesome. Third.
1: We have DeAndre Jordan at center. The two forwards are Draymond Green and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy B. There you go. Mm-hmm. And DeMar DeRozan and John Wall at guard. Good picks. All good picks. Really deserving people. I'm looking at the center position. Mhm and i'm thinking they're all great but who's not on this list who probably feels some type of way about it is demarcus cousins i could see that you have to feel like he feels slighted
0: and, the, and this is chosen by reporters and sports like people this is not you know reported right. by like this is not chosen by Like, your peers, you know? Like, it's chosen by people who critique you.
1: Journalists. Journalists. People who
0: critique you. People who report about you.
1: And he doesn't have the best relationship with reporters in general. I'm not saying maybe that played a role in it, but but all these guys are very deserved. DeAndre Jordan has had a phenomenal career in the last several years. Rudy Gobert came on very strong. And Anthony Davis is kind of a monster out there. So, what strikes me, though, is the first team. Mm -hmm. LeBron James... The only person who got a unanimous vote for first team from Mm -hmm. journalists was James Harden. Really? Yeah. Huh. That means one person, and we know it's one, did not vote LeBron James first team. Are they dumb? I don't know. No, genuinely, are they dumb? I think we need to... People are calling for this person to show themselves. Like, who did not vote him first team? Are they
0: not looking at...
1: I don't know what they're looking at.
0: Okay. I'm not
1: sure. I tried to think about it, and I couldn't figure... Like, maybe his free throw percentage is not great this year.
0: Okay, but that's not a reason to not... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me, Like, I could
1: see Giannis Antetokounmpo had a great year, and Kevin Durant is still KD, but still what LeBron does for his team.
0: And as a forward, like, he's... He plays more than just a forward in the way that he plays his game.
1: All those minutes he lost. Yeah, And he's, yeah, someone was, I forget who said this, but they were thinking, scoring's not even his best attribute. No. Like, his assists.
0: His The way he does it, too. Yeah. The way he communicate. I mean, anyway. we Everyone knows that I can't believe I'm, like, such a LeBron fan and right Russell now. And Russell
1: Westbrook, makes, Well, Russell, you can make a case. Russell Westbrook is...
0: He's going to be the MVP. I don't know why we're... He, he will of course be. he needs to be.
1: He should be in that conversation, but I could see why he wasn't unanimous if someone thought Isaiah Thomas had... A better... For his team. Sure. I can see that. But I don't know.
0: But I also just love that Russell was in the first team and KD was on the second team. Just like... It just felt sweet to me.
1: You know what? If... I'll say this. If Kevin Durant and Steph Curry were not on the same team... There's a chance both of them would be in the first team. Oh, yeah. But because they both play for the Warriors, they got second team, all NBA.
0: Yeah, because you have a stacked team. Okay, you can... You don't have to do much. Of course, yeah, you don't have to do much. (sighs) Someone said, and I may be wrong, but someone helped facilitate a conversation between Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Who was it?
1: That was... Did you tell me who told No, this? I didn't tell you, but I heard about it. Uh, <laughs> not on the same team. Oh, <laughs> it was uh, Perkins.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that was like. Like, hey, remember when you didn't believe in me and moved to another team?
1: <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. Alex what, is
0: uh, pouring a huge glass of water right now.
1: I'm taking a piss on the porcelain. <laughs>
0: We are at a male urinal.
1: (laughs) Uh, We've been doing this podcast from (laughs) a bathroom this week. Wrigley's been sitting loyally by our side, as always. Um, No, but I wonder what that conversation was like. I think he described it as saying, like, hey, remember? Yeah, remember? That was really important, and I think you all should be friends again. Because it's been a year. It's been long enough, guys. Can we get over this? Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I'm glad they had the conversation, but
1: I'm not, yeah. I'm not. Good for Kendrick Perkins for playing Peacemaker. Yep. We'll see where the friendship goes from there.
0: They're but, back on speaking terms, according to him, so.
1: Okay. So, something that uh, we alluded to, though, is not just who's on the list, but who's not on the list. Right. So, this has real implications... Uh, being on all NBA teams has implications for player salaries oh yeah because they get certain bonuses right you right. know like if you get certain amount of points this year if you're on an all star team I and know, you know that make, was a thing mm-hmm. okay yeah if you make a certain kind of uh, a claim for yourself and right. do well we'll give you certain incentives extra bonuses okay so somebody who stands to make a lot of money mm-hmm. this off season for next year's contract right Paul George. Oh, that's right. He is not on this list. Uh, So already the Pacers are talking about how do we re-up with Paul George and keep him as our franchise player when he has not strongly committed to Indiana. uh, Isn't
0: he a free agent this year?
1: After next year.
0: Oh, he's after next year.
1: So teams are already banking on that. Right. the Lakers and some other teams mm-hmm. out there. Like, we could get a Paul George, and that would really help out. Some people are saying maybe, like, Oklahoma City. Right. Helping out Russell Westbrook. And he's just lukewarm to the Pacers. Like, yeah. So, and they don't have a squad around him right. to help him. So the new collective bargaining agreement was going to incentivize players to stay with their teams. Right. But, so if if Paul George had made this list... He would have made something like two hundred and five million dollars over five years.
0: That's a lot of money. Forty
1: one mil a year. Right. Instead, he can only be offered by the Pacers four years up to like a hundred forty three or something, a hundred fifty. Okay. So, per year, he'd be losing about $9 million.
0: Which is kind of trump because you're what still making like $30-plus Right.
1: That's money I'm never going to see in my life. Right. right. <laughs> so, I mean, it just makes it so that, okay, now I have less incentive financially to stay with my team. Right. So, Indiana has to decide, are we going to shop him this season it's and get something for him or are we going to let him go?
0: It's going to be, that's going to be interesting.
1: I think he's <laughs> going to go to another team.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. If he's like... He's not doing anything for the Pacers because he doesn't have a better team around him to do anything for right. the Pacers. He
1: could be great. Uh, and Larry Bird stepped down as president. Yeah, that Pacers. was
0: that was a while ago. I, I mean, mm-hmm. It was before we started really doing anything um, with this. But... Um,
1: so we'll... I mean, I don't know. It'll just be
0: interesting to see... Well, do we know why he stepped down?
1: Uh, he had not been, uh, the general word was I heard that he just wasn't putting product out there on the court that was successful.
0: I mean, which is probably why they're going to lose the mm. one product that they have, yeah. which is, I, I hate calling mm. them products, but that's, you know, to the franchise, that's what they are. The players are. And I don't just
1: mean product as people, but like the brand of ball. Yeah. You know, like the coaching and. The and we'll ball, the,
0: the big baller brand
1: I want to I want to make one uh editorial yeah amendment what did did you say what did
0: you say wrong
1: I said uh no I didn't say I said the information was accurate but I'm coming at it from a different place now I understand so the new shoe for Lonzo
0: yeah do you like it
1: no I liked it before I don't think it's a bad looking shoe I don't I don't appreciate that they tried to rip off Adidas boost right in the midsole like, okay. it, like it is It's not the same technology okay. And it doesn't feel the same So I don't know why They made it look like that It's like a styrofoam Pellet look mm-hmm. I don't even think It looks aesthetically nice Okay So I don't know why You would choose to do that But anyway Nice looking shoe Good enough For $495 I was very skeptical Of this and I Right And said no one's Going to buy this Right I didn't know Their business model I was not aware That their model Was a pre-order model
0: what does that mean?
1: So they don't any any brand of shoe Adidas, Nike, the big right. names make. They you know they make a, a lot, lot of them. them. Yeah, ship them out to Footlockers and distributors right, and right. stuff, and hope that people buy them. Right. And anything they don't buy is just surplus. Right. Right. You gotta figure out what to do: markdowns, sales, everything right. like that.
0: Outlet stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Out primo or outlet deals, and this brand though. They make it as they go. to order. You they make it to order. You want okay. a pair of shoes? We'll make you a size twelve, and we'll send it to you. Four hundred ninety-five dollars. So they only make profit. The reason four hundred ninety-five dollars is because they're making so few of them, it costs more to make each pair. But but it's, it's only profit, right? And so they've already in the very short term of like the first week or so that they released the order system mm-hmm. sold. They had 5,000 orders.
0: That's who okay. are the 5,000 people or... What? What? I still think it's obnoxious that's that you're spending $495 across, on a shoe. And that's
1: international, so, like, but just think, if that were the United States, that means in every single state, there's at least 100 people nope. who are wearing that shoe. Uh, we are stupid, though, as a country sometimes. Yes. So,
0: I mean, I don't yes. know. Yes!
1: He was so... <laughs> the, the family, and I can say probably the father... They're doing something that's very polarizing.
0: Well, I mean, I saw an, a um, a interview on ESPN between Lavar and Lonzo, uh-huh. and Lavar is you know showboating and like not not yeah. showboating, but I mean, he's doing a lot of the talking and he has a lot more presence in the interview. Uh-huh. And um, <coughs> Lonzo is just kind of so chill, very chill. He's like, I've grown up with this my whole. They're like. How right. do you feel <laughs> that your dad is like this obnoxious dude? Essentially that's what they're asking. Right. And he's just like, I've literally grown up with this my whole life. I'm used to it. Um it doesn't bother me. It doesn't matter. What he says is all that matters is what's on the court. That's all I care about.
1: You think, Which is good. Yeah. You know, well, not bad. When you, when you hear him talk, <laughs> you're thinking Lonzo's gonna say, Oh, you know, you think he's gonna downplay some of the hype right. that his dad's putting in? Like no, he's... To, he's he feeds into it.
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, my dad's right. I'm like, okay.
1: Whoa.
0: <laughs> yeah, like this guy. he. I mean, he's got he's got balls. Yeah. that Lonzo he ball. Has
1: <laughs> balls on balls. So this guy. Uh, well, let's talk about Lonzo then because the, NBA the draft. draft. Yeah, draft happened. The ping pong balls bounced around.
0: <laughs> we, we're talking a lot about balls today. <laughs>
1: Balling all day. Uh, they. I. I'm surprised I didn't mention free balling at the beginning of this with the underwear section. Uh, we missed an opportunity there. Oh, wow. If you're still with us from the dabbling section, <laughs> just loop back and imagine that comment. Um, they had uh, the draft announcement of the teams that would we'll right. be picking in the lottery. So what the lottery? We should explain what the lottery is, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't totally understand it, but they essentially like the the what the. There is, like, a, a, a pool of teams who haven't been doing well typically gets um, kind of better picks so that they can have mm-hmm. the, the the chance to be a better team because, you know, you want your draft picks to possibly cultivate them and help them be part of your system so that they can make your team better. Um, so there was a lot of, like, draft, like, fit, like mock drafts people were doing, like, what it could look like um, and who could get what team or what player or whatnot. But I believe the Right now, let's see, NBA draft. Who who got the first one? Was it the Celtics that got number one? Yeah,
1: Celtics got Celtics, first pick. and then
0: Philly. No, F- Celtics, Lakers, and then Philly
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, were the top three. Um, but they essentially, it's like a like it's like a lottery ball, right? Like yeah. they and whichever ball comes out first gets yeah. gets the first draft pick.
1: Yeah, I think it was something like, uh, I think. Anything outside the top three. So from four to 14 Mm -hmm. uh, on those teams that are less high achieving. Right. They will give them uh, X amount of lottery balls. Right. And so the number of balls in the machine based on your win percentage. Right. The worse you did, the more balls you get in the machine. Which
0: I don't understand how the Celtics... So, are in there?
1: So because
0: they were the no- they are the number one seed in the East. I mean, they're playing like the number zero team. Like <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> what the hell are they playing like? But <laughs> but you know
1: because Danny Ainge, the president of Celtic operations, is a genius. What did he do? So remember that trade <laughs> that Brooklyn Nets made to get Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce from the Celtics? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. The Nets gave up draft picks for that.
0: Stop. That would so they then... gave up that they can... Oh, snap. Oh, that's actually smart.
1: For the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> the Celtics
0: were like... You but that's not... also banking that you have an Isaiah Thomas that will...
1: And a team around yeah. him that
0: could possibly, well, not do well now, but like
1: he blew up the team when he needed to. He was right. like, "Look, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett are not going to win us a championship anytime soon
0: because they are getting old. They're getting old. Why mm-hmm. would I
1: keep them?" And then Miguel uh, Prokhorov, mm-hmm. I guess he, uh, the owner of GM of the Nets, I forget his title, but he was like, "Oh yeah, we can get Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, two legends in the NBA." That will drive revenue. Right, revenue, they the have Nets, winning experience. Yeah, I've
0: been to a couple of Nets games, it's oh. kind of empty, so it'll be nice to have
1: right. some
0: some stars to look at.
1: Kevin Garnett, I think, averaged like six or seven points mm-hmm. for them during that season, and Paul Pierce didn't do that much better. Right. Before, Paul Pierce left for the Wizards within like two years, and Kevin Garnett moved on to uh, back to the Timberwolves. But anyway, Boston got draft picks. So they came. So that's to why they're that. yeah.
0: And they got the number one draft pick.
1: They got the number one pick.
0: So we have. I think all three of them are going to go for point guards.
1: Yeah, I don't know all of the like, point guards.
0: Well, I I mean, do are talking about was,
1: college basketball. Players, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, I don't know college basketball as well as I do NBA right. ball, but I mean that's what that's what a lot of the analysts are saying that they think it's going to be
1: the guy from Washington University of Washington.
0: Um, this dude, yeah, oh, my gosh, what's his name? Um,
1: people are saying he might go number one. Uh, uh, Markel Fultz,
0: yes, Markel Fultz. Uh, they think the Lakers will take Lonzo, and Lonzo wants to play, yeah, as a Laker. Uh, Josh Jackson from Kansas will possibly go to Philadelphia, yeah. So, I mean, again, I I never really pay attention to the draft and things like that because I'm just like, eventually one of these players will do big things for their team. But it is an interesting Mm -hmm. dynamic because, like, you know, Lonzo was a sophomore, well, should be a sophomore in college. And I just think that they should have more than one year of college, personally. I think they should have their degrees. I think they should. Really? Yeah. I think they need to... Like, can you imagine you
1: Mm -hmm.
0: in your sophomore year, you're a big baller, You know, bigger Mm -hmm. baller than Lonzo Ball, better.
1: Big man on campus.
0: Big man on campus. And you're not going to be possibly given just a bajillion amounts of money. Yeah. To spend. I can imagine that. And make. And not saying that you don't have like a good system. You might have a good system. You might have a good like family and friends around you to keep you grounded and make sure you don't blow your Mm -hmm. money off on, you know. Females and cars and houses and things and parties that you don't need to... Like, there's an immaturity. I was immature when I was a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, still sure. a little immature. Sure. You know? we all, yeah,
1: we all age and immature.
0: Right. So I think, like, a little bit of, you know, financial uh, literacy for them, you know, business acumen but for, then would be helpful. shouldn't
1: that be the job of the NBA?
0: I don't... I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I think it should be. But the reality is, the NBA doesn't care that you're good with your money. They're more more worried about how much money you're you're producing for them.
1: Okay, yeah. Right? Sure, like, I mean...
0: As, as forward-thinking as the MBA is, there's still a business and a machine.
1: Yeah, but think about work... Okay, but I'd rather work for the business and the machine that pays me millions than the business and the machine that pays me nothing. Well, yeah. If I'm going to go to a university... That's not, that means you're that, not working.
0: Oh, that you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're selling my jersey and making profits for the university. Right. But I don't see any of that,
0: which is why a lot of players want to have a union and things like that because universities, we and like I know the research shows like the the highest paid university officials in any university is like the football coach, is a is a basketball coach,
1: at like a D one school as a D one school yes. it is
0: the football coach yes you know and that for they're sure ma- they're making a grab done. so money. much
1: money I mean those coaches I forget but like the Bob Stoopses and mm-hmm. the um. Nick Saban's and Mm -hmm. people who just like built legacies for themselves at these programs they make several million dollars like what are we talking like eight figures something like that yeah some of them yeah that's huge
0: some so I uh, am trying to think
1: oh yeah coach K coach K he is not broke
0: (laughs) no he is not broke someone
1: Jim Harbaugh oh my god University of
0: Michigan nine point Well. $9 Nine million dollars yeah. for football. Coach K only makes seven point three. That's interesting. I mean, million? you're
1: getting robbed, Coach K.
0: I mean, they're making millions of dollars, right. whereas I'm sure like the college advisor is barely making forty thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. the college advisor advising you to take the classes so you can possibly get a job. <sighs> the career counselor is probably making maybe forty, forty five. You wow. know.
1: I mean, I want, I for those college players who struggle to just get, all right, the university feeds you to a point with your sure. meal plan, and especially and if you're, you're an athlete, you get like the nice dining hall with steak and lobster right. and all that stuff, but uh, you still struggle to just like have entertainment money and to have a life and just pay for basic provisions sometimes yeah. if you're broke, and you don't have time to work because your job is athletics right. and school. Right, that's your job. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't let you have even, like, LeBron James, when he was in high school even, got suspended a game because someone gave him a free throwback jersey. Right. And, like, you can't accept that. That's against the rules. Right. Quote, unquote, you have to sit a game. So, what, who? Oh, it was Any Given Sunday with Willie Beeman, mm-hmm. where they allude to him being suspended for some time during college ball. Right. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm just a broke college kid, got no money. Right. I want to take a girl on a date. Right. Just like have a life, but I have no time to do that. What am I supposed to do? So that, say no weird, to the car?
0: It is a It is an interesting form of, I don't want to say it.
1: Oh, I know what you want to say. I don't want to say it. I think that's Yeah, I don't think that's the I same. I don't think
0: it's the same as <laughs> the, that word that I think I'm not going to say it. But it's like it's, it's, you, it's, it's abusive.
1: It's a closer comparison mm-hmm. than professional sports. I'm saying the sports. S word.
0: Figure, figure it out from there, folks. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's, it's because who said that? It was a new running back for the Saints, formerly of the Vikings, Adrian Peterson. Oh. Adrian Peterson made that comment years ago where the contracts were being negotiated in the NFL, right. and he was like, yeah, this is modern day I'm just gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Modern-day slavery—the way that these owners are treating their players—but if you read the history of slavery, they didn't get paid anything, right? That's, that's different true. than true. millions. True. Still profiting on your bodies, right?
0: And and the the consequences of, of the right. of your body, especially in football, because there's you know concussions and
1: mm-hmm. you know, but, but issues you make that have happened. Millions of dollars, right? And one could argue, well, that's not about race. That's really about like your abilities on the field, mm-hmm. and you could be white, you could be Latino, Asian Pacific Islander, you could be black. Mm-hmm. It really depends on your style of play. It's not racial. Mm-hmm. But let's switch over and look at the NBA in basketball, right. which is predominantly African American. right. I mean, can you name a white player or anyone who's not black who has their own signature shoe? No, It does not exist. No, that doesn't exist. No, you have to be essentially exclusively a black player in the NBA to have a because it's cool. Because it's cool. Because by being <gasps> that's black, so effed you're up,
0: cool. <laughs> like yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's it's so messed up. If you are a black player in the NBA, you are inherently cooler because you're black. Kelly Olynyk can score a million points, but because he's a tall white guy
0: with long hair, he can't tail. sell yeah.
1: Reeboks and Adidas. No
0: one's gonna yeah. It's like uh, that. Uh, if you watch Parks and Rec, there's a there's a, a, a scene where there's they're in a town hall meeting essentially, uh, and <laughs> I think I've showed you this before. Yeah. Um, and this old white lady gets up and says, um, "Is the is there going to be a basketball court in this in this uh, in this park, um, ma'am? We no, know. it's not big enough for because you. Right. It's like a small park. It is like I'll be the what? guy. You,
1: I'll be I'll be the the panel. On yeah, that you'll one. You be the he, lady. Yeah, you go on.
0: <laughs> So is there going to be a basketball court in this court?
1: Uh, In this park? No, it's actually not big enough. No,
0: I'm saying this because, you know, basketball typically brings some type of individuals the type of people I, I don't like to I, I associate I hear myself. what you're saying
1: um, <laughs> there's no basketball courts okay I'll just come right out and say say who I'm we talking really, to really don't need you to we- go <laughs> explicitly
0: uh, uh, I love that scene it was a it's a good scene to use about diversity <laughs> and just how people are the worst um but anyway it's uh, that's so it's I have a hard time, like, as I, you know, seeing, you know, dreams, like, be the best athlete that you can be so you can go to college so you can get scouted, you know, get scouted to go to college and then get scouted there so you can play professionally and make all this money so you can help save your family. Yeah.
1: Because that's how it, like, typically plays out, right? Like, that's how Your family benefits a lot.
0: Right, because you're making all this money, you're buying a new house for your parents or your mom or helping your community out, like, you are the savior for your community. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, that's, that's a... That, that's a lot to bear on 19, 20-year-olds, you know?
1: I, there are some coaches out there in the college game who have built strong programs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Coach
0: K is one of them. I was
1: going to say, we'll talk about Coach Calipari. Like, he's been brought up several times as doing things that are not by the rule books. Mm-hmm. This player maybe has a new car. How right. do they afford that? This right. player's eating pretty well or right. going to these events. And, like, mm-hmm. how are they getting money to do this? And people have this kind of under-the-table sense of, of Calipari that he's doing things on the sly mm-hmm. for players to support them mm-hmm. that are against the rules. Right. But he never gets caught, or right. very rarely. I think back in the day <laughs> there's one allegation. But, like, he, uh, his players... Love playing for him, right? And they always go to the league. You Mm -hmm. know, he was at Memphis first with D. Rose Mm -hmm. and some other talented players, and then he went to Kentucky and he's produced John Wall, right? Like Eric Bledsoe and Anthony Davis and like DeMarcus Cousins and just like he's a powerhouse of just NBA talent. And so he gets older every year. He's you know, but his players always stay between eighteen and twenty two. Right. So as he went into this big brother setting early on Mm -hmm. into like a father figure later. Mm -hmm. Are you really gonna like bring in these players from these neighborhoods that are sometimes a little rough? Right. Families who maybe don't have very much. You bring them into your system with this like credibility to your name where they know if I link up with Coach C He'll take care of me. He's gonna take care of me and my family. Right. And we're gonna be okay. Right. And that's that wink wink nod nod like.
0: No one's gonna know but they're gonna know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean are we really gonna like but you feel and this you, responsibility. You're their dad. Yeah. For a, I mean, I think of parties. the
0: coaches that I've had and how much I cared so much about what they thought of me. Yeah. And how much I wanted to, to make them proud.
1: I mean, people look at someone like him and think, he's is he breaking rules because he's a rule breaker? I think he's choosing a path to benefit his players. Right. When there's a system in place that wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I so for to your point, like I would love it if everyone did the Tim Duncan
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Grant Hill model of stay right. four years. But I know for every player, that's just not the reality.
0: And especially if you are struggle, if you are struggling, mm-hmm. and school is not good, you know this degree, whatever degree, is not gonna is not what you're gonna do at the end of the Let day. Let me do
1: a business or whatever a business or psychology degree, mm-hmm. something generic that has like some value right. in the market, right? and put just some energy into it, but my real focus is on the court. Yeah. I just feel bad for the players who just put all of their value into... Yeah. And they just don't make it.
0: But, I mean, and it happens, and that's the reality of the game, right? And so, I don't know. But, yeah.
1: The draft is coming up. We'll look out for that. We'll see who goes number one. But, But uh, yeah. I I just feel like the Ball family... um, they may know what they're doing more than they they lead on. But,
0: yeah. All right. So, do you feel like that's everything on the dribbling portion? I think we
1: got, yeah. I think we got it all. We got it all? Yeah. All right. Let's move.
0: Let us move on. So let's get into our dope person of the week. Do it. This week was kind of hard for me. Because I think there was a lot going on. I was just like, I, I need to find one dope yeah, fair. person. Uh, but in the in the in the vein and in the theme of graduations that are happening all around the country.
1: Yeah, congrats to the classes of twenty seventeen. Yeah,
0: f- high school, college, you know. Kindergarten,
1: mm-hmm. preschool, those are mm-hmm.
0: big big milestones. It's
1: yo mm-hmm. kindergarten is no joke.
0: No, it ain't. It ain't. Got my first kiss when I was in
1: kindergarten. You were an early bloomer.
0: I did not want that person to kiss me. I oh, punched him. <laughs> Kyle,
1: this- Kyle used to eat paste. He didn't want that kiss.
0: <laughs> it wasn't Kyle, but anyway. Well, um funny enough, I saw the person like like many, many years later. And he's like, do you remember I kissed you and you punched me? And I'm just like, oh. yeah, yeah. Sorry about that.
1: Memories. <laughs> Memories. Yeah, sorry. Didn't mean to do that.
0: Anyway, so, um, you know, with uh, all the graduates that are out there in the world, congrats. Big, it's a big deal and it's a privilege to graduate from any aspect of education. As educators ourselves, I think that's, we yeah. always appreciate that. Oh my um, so my dope person is actually a bunch of persons. It's a bunch of people. Um, mm. are the graduates of uh, Bethune-Cookman. Um, it is a um, HBCU, a predominantly black university. Um, and they, the students, um, had, you know, as all commencements, They have a commencement speaker, like a speaker that comes and inspires them and makes them, you know, feel like they can go out there and take on the world. Um, their person... Do you want to guess who the person was?
1: Um, <laughs> Cookie Monster.
0: Cookie Monster. Actually, Cookie Monster would have been better than who they had. No. <laughs> significantly, it was Beth, Beth Betsy, DuVos. Duvas, DuVos. I tr- truly don't care what her name she is. She does
1: the most. She whatever is, it is the worst.
0: <gasps> um, these students were booing her, and had like they all stood up and had turned their back on her. While she was giving her speech, and b- people were booing her, I want to under I want to ask the f- administrators and the people who made the decision for bringing her over mm-hmm. why they thought bringing this white woman who doesn't believe that university should even exist.
1: Oh right, I forgot she, she doesn't, said that. She this doesn't is... even
0: she doesn't even think that HBCUs are a good good idea.
1: She did she say that explicitly?
0: Well, no, she just said that it, that it wasn't necessary.
1: Someone asked her about HBCUs. Yeah. Oh, she didn't think it was necessary because education should be...
0: Available like universal for ...universal yeah. and
1: not dev- And you should oh, have a choice, fancy. but
0: you don't realize the systematic things that were needed... Oh, honey. ...so that oh. we had, like, oh, honey. Um, so, anyway, I just want to give props to that graduating class for standing up for what they believe in.
1: Hmm. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Uh, Some universities bring in controversial people for speeches. Yeah. I think we've seen this a lot recently. Yeah. Uh, so usually universities are more liberal places of education. So you bring in someone who is on the conservative right Mm -hmm. and maybe a little divisive and has a language that is not readily used in a university setting. Sure. Students protest to the point where sometimes they shut down the whole operation. and right. won't let the person talk. Right. What is your Which stance is, on that? How do you feel about this?
0: <coughs> I think in education, like, you're... Like, the idea is to have a, a place of free thought and that all views are welcome and should be welcomed. Um, we've seen controversial speakers at Berkeley, at NYU, at Columbia, at come in from one very specific usually on the right the alt-right or very much more conservative coming to these incredibly liberal cities and colleges um that and you know and it's part of their story that like they go to these places and oh it's the liberal media it's the liberal elite that are making making them feel like you know the the worst or whatever
1: Mm.
0: when they're not They're, they're there for the people they're not um
1: well, some people really like them.
0: Right. Oftentimes, so. they look nothing like us.
1: Well, yeah, but <laughs> just, they're saying they're saying. there for the people, certain people. Yeah,
0: certain people, not everybody. But I think, you know, I think there's a... While there. it is important to have a space for everyone to, to have their opinion be shared and spoken about and learned about, it doesn't mean I need... If your views and thoughts diminish my existence... Or, mm. or make my, my humanity, like, dec- um, devalue my humanity, I have the right to freely assemble and protest you. In the same way that you would, too, if I were going to, like, I think Liberty University is a pretty conservative university. It's a Christian college. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, Christian uh, Baptist college is um, Baylor University. Um you know, Ken Starr was the president of, of the university. Um, oh, Ken so, Star. so if they were, if they were to bring a, I don't know, Melissa Harris Perry, who is a, right, what, you know, what is a pretty liberal, black woman, to their university and has some thoughts about things, about gay marriage, about um, immigration, about equality and things of that nature if they protest too, they have the right to do that. But she doesn't diminish your humanity. That's my, that's my fault. You have, you have to do it, you have the right to do it peacefully. Oftentimes it doesn't, you know, end up that way. What are your thoughts? Is it possible? Uh, we also live in a liberal bubble of New York City. So like, I want to be fair that like, that's,
1: as someone who grew up in an environment that was both, right and left Mm -hmm. in a city in the Midwest right and having lived in Phoenix Arizona and Knoxville Tennessee two very red states but yep in some city environments around like university Mm -hmm. settings I saw this a lot the whole state went red for uh, Romney Mm -hmm. but in my little nook
0: right the blue dot the the blue dot of the red sea.
1: yeah I mean just I'm around that I was around that all the time so coming to New York City It was like, it's almost, and I get where the alt-right comes from of this liberal mindset being almost stifling and suffocating because Mm -hmm. we do live in this bubble and everything we think
0: think is echoed
1: around the people around us. Right. And it makes sense.
0: We are living in a weird way in our own homogenous way of thinking. The way that we talk about dissonance is good and like. I think there's dissonance in my life, but only in places where I feel comfortable that there is dissonance, right? Mm-hmm. Like loop- I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be your friend if you're like you as a woman sh- should have no rights, right? I'd be like, mm, I don't want to really be your friend. I don't
1: say that to you outright. I try to imply it. Slowly right, you over do it. Time. You do
0: it. You know, like little paper cuts, microaggressions of Somewhat, things. <laughs> just so yeah.
1: eventually you'll get the point.
0: Right. That uh, you think I am less than you. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't say it directly. Right. Right. But uh, the, he was
0: being sarcastic. Everyone.
1: <laughs> the the liberal elite. Yeah. That's annoying. I get where they're yeah, coming I get from. It. 100% we are because New Yorkers are on both sides, very blue and red. Yeah. And so the people who are not working jobs that make several figures and a lot of zeros mm-hmm. on their paycheck, they're scrapping like blue-collar working-class folk who might uh, see themselves in a Donald, mm-hmm. we'll say 45.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I was in like, in a, in a Donnie. I, uh, I
1: almost threw up a little bit in my <laughs> mouth. a Donnie? I had to hold <laughs> it in. But, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, they might see someone of themselves in a candidate like that right. more than a Hillary Rodham Clinton. Right. But we look at her as the clear choice because how could you look at any other choices? And,
0: and I think that we are also able to laugh at ourselves and say, yeah. I would hope, at least I, I can only speak, I am able to laugh at my liberal way of thinking sure, um, and say like, okay, or even say like, Hillary is the better choice than 45 is. Mm-hmm. However... I also know Hillary is not perfect, and she's a human, and there are things about her that I don't like either. But that doesn't mean she wouldn't be a good president. That doesn't mean that she wouldn't do the job well. That doesn't mean she isn't the most qualified candidate we have had sure. in sure. possibly the history of our nation, as, as qualified as her, and being a woman.
1: I'm like trying I trying to go through my Rolodex.
0: I just can't. I don't want. Like, I don't want to be like facetious in saying that but I'm like she's she was incredibly
1: qualified. I feel like the Roosevelt's had stuff going for them sure <laughs> I don't know <laughs> they're, I they're,
0: don't, they're pretty good they're
1: <laughs> fine you, uh, I see what you're saying she's like she yeah you know she had a resume
0: like, she had a resume she had what she needed so I think at the in the same time we need to be able to sit and be like I think what you're thinking is wrong and not feel like it's a yes. personal attack on you. Yes. And I think we are in a world where that is all that it is. That, uh, like, yeah. you're, you're telling me... But it, sometimes it is a personal attack, too, right? Because if you are this egotistical, patriarchal asshole mm-hmm. and you're telling me that me as a woman is not valuable and that I can't choose what happens in my body and, you know, that tampon shouldn't be taxed as much or be... You know, whatever or I should be paid as equally as you. In some ways, your value, your views, are devaluing who I am, which is a personal attack on me.
1: Yeah, uh, but if I don't know that what I'm saying is considered patriarchal, right? Because you're using some five-dollar words that you're tacking onto what I'm just saying is a clear observation, right? Then I feel like you're attacking my belief system sure. by applying this like liberal intelligentsia language. Yeah. To stuff, and that's where so I'm was, being a smarty
0: pants. You're being a smarty I'm pants.
1: I'm being a smarty, and smarty I don't pants. I am being a smarty pants and
0: I'm making you feel like an itty bitty yes, baby. You're
1: trying to shrink my, I was like humanity, but I, you could. I think do that it's for ego. ego. I was like, I was that's gonna say ego. ego. Some people, but if, if I'm that person in those shoes, like you're diminishing my humanity. Mm-hmm. You and I would call it ego, right? But uh, I'm I'm listening to this book right now on audio, mm-hmm. and I. It's, it's like something about, I don't want to say the name of it, because, uh, oh shout out to my phone having a full battery. <laughs> um, sorry about that. <coughs> there but, you're um, they, listening to a book. I'm listening to a book about <coughs> intelligence. Okay. And I thought like, oh, it's a book just about like how intellectuals have shaped the world. Sure. I might get into some Isaac Newton, there may be some Thomas Jefferson, some various other people in this that I'm not aware of. And so, as I'm listening to this, I start to realize the tone of this is very from the right.
0: Oh, the, the actual book itself? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I didn't know... So, the author is a white man, mm-hmm. and he's writing from a very conservative political place. Hmm. And so, rather than, like... Because I was finding myself kind of alienated by some of the things it was suggesting. Okay. But... He was making suggestions of, like, uh, the intelligentsia with its way with words Mm. seeks to devalue and deconstruct and confuse someone. And he gave examples of things like, look at police chiefs or Mm -hmm. military generals who don't have, you know, like, a lot of college degrees and certain, Mm -hmm. like certificates and everything like that from an academic institution but they've worked on the force for x amount of years so they have
0: experience so when they talk
1: about their 20 years of law enforcement and certain kind of certain kinds of criminal activity watching a a jury or judge or lawyers try to deconstruct their decision making and make it seem like oh you're profiling or you're prejudiced but the officer he gave an example i'll give you an example Theodore Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. Bring him back into it. What up, Teddy? Teddy Roosevelt Mm -hmm. had a ranch, Mm -hmm. and while Teddy apparently was, I guess, exalted for his openness toward black people, Mm -hmm. had less great feelings about Native Americans, Mm -hmm. and the author was suggesting, because Teddy cited examples of times when he was on his ranch, and Native Americans would come through and rustle things up, Mm -hmm. or... Uh, mess with his operations mm-hmm. on his ranch, that painted a picture that was based in reality and experience. Right, and so people called Teddy prejudiced for having this view of Native Americans, but the author was saying, no, that's based on personal experience. But that is also prejudice. That's also in our minds. That is also prejudice. <laughs> right. For the author, he is saying, no, I mean, like, look, this happened to him. That's a real thing. In the same way, like, but he's also saying. Because it happened to some Native Americans doesn't mean it, it applies to all Native Americans in the same way we wouldn't want, like, uh, one black person has a bad experience with you or you have a, a bad experience with a black person. doesn't mean all black people are bad or should be painted poorly.
0: It's just that person. It's
1: just that person. Right. So it, uh, the author's trying to make a case for people from, like, a Fox News sector who like their information such... straightforward, which is what I think our current president does is make information for people seem straightforward.
0: But it's not.
1: But for you and I... Language matters. Like, language is important. It just makes my
0: brain hurt.
1: Yeah, I know. And so that's what people... But when we start talking in our lingo of microaggressions Mm -hmm. and all that, it makes people's brains hurt. Right. So we're just finding this, like, this tiff or tiff. So when we bring someone on a campus who has different opinions than us, Mm -hmm. I did not turn off the audio book. I'm going to finish it because I do want to hear the other side because I know people who don't want to listen to liberal speak. I want to know where they're coming from so I can get it. If someone came to a campus that I was on and was spewing some information that I didn't agree with, I'm going to listen to it, analyze, put together my thoughts in writing, share that as I see fit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There are other ways. It's
0: a balance. I think it's a balance of like, yes, I want to hear what you have to say, even if it makes me feel terrible or makes makes my brain hurt. Mm-hmm. But there's also a a level of like I need to take care of myself and listening to you is not good for my mental being. Right. And my, my mental health, yes. my physical health, my emotional health, it's not good for me, so I'm not going to do that to myself.
1: Yeah. No, I that's a wise choice. Yeah. We got to we got to make sure we uh, we stay healthy enough to keep up the yeah. the fight where it matters. You don't want to die on every hill. Right. But you pick your fights, and you have to have the energy and think, to show up. And I
0: think the students at the university decided this is the fight that I want to make sure. And it was on the news; like mm-hmm. people were talking about it. And I think that was great, and I'm glad that they did that. That they decided that that was where, and that they were gonna, they were gonna fight, and they did. And she looked like Betsy did not look great. She looked stupid up there, um, but That's you Betsy. know, come on, Betsy. Come on, B. Uh, but yeah, so the, those are my dope people for good,
1: this week. Good picks. Yeah. I googled alt-right yeah. while you were saying that, because mm-hmm. I just wanted to see
0: the what definition. The,
1: the writing was out there. Yeah. And this is just a... Yeah. If you read Wikipedia's page, uh-huh. it pretty much points to what we see as synonymous with it, which is far-right ideologies, mainstream mainstream conservati- conservatism, mm-hmm. and then... White nationalism, white supremacy, Ugh. and some Islamophobia, homophobia,
0: xenophobia, xenophobia, and all
1: that. But you know what? I We say those $5 words, and someone else is like, see, there you go again, liberalizing alt right. We can't make any classification without you vilifying us. And I'm like,
0: there's a conversation <laughs> we
1: had, and it's a long conversation, but it also starts you know from what? a point of not alienating other people from the conversation call in not call out sure to a degree at the start of people who are family and friends for sure
0: you know i remember people telling my dad that he should learn english Mm. and my dad did my dad's a freaking amazing person yeah um he did not not know english like you know he had an accent like he he, it, was, it was broken English when he first came into this country. It's clearly a lot better now. He's been in this country for over 20, 25, 30 years, you know? Um, but if you're expecting immigrants to learn your language and learn words, I would like for you, white people, to figure that out, too. Don't say if that. If I'm, yeah. You know, that's what I'm, I'm just, and I know that's yeah, like no, an extreme get, thing, but it's like.
1: No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I agree with that, but I'm also, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, I know people who would say, give me a reason to learn it. Because, to the north is Canada, and to my east and west are oceans. Mm-hmm. And then down south, we're building a wall. So,
0: <laughs> figure it out. Ugh, it's, it's a that's fence. That's the world we live in. Technically, yeah? is it a
1: fence or it's a wall? What's well, called a bollard wall? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called a ballard
0: fence. Oh god.
1: It won't even go oh, into spicy. it. Keeping it spicy.
0: Keeping it spicy.
1: All right. So uh, good, good pick. Yeah, that's nice, nice. Uh, ...story of people doing what they think is right.
0: Yeah. Who's your dope person?
1: Well, you know, I was thinking about the league and people who are interesting, and you don't go... For, I forget who they interviewed recently from the Lakers, mm-hmm. and they said, uh, who is the most interesting person you ever had as a teammate? And it didn't take them long before they said... Oh, I think
0: I read... I, I w- listened to this... I've f-
1: I forget who it was. Was it
0: from Open Run?
1: Maybe. I think
0: it was from Open Run. By the way, we love Open Run. Just saying. It's a great <laughs> podcast to listen to.
1: Made this clear. <laughs> but they were like, uh, meta World Peace. I'm gonna look to see where it is. But- meta. meta. Meta World Peace! Meta. So I was thinking, because his career was sometimes, de- you thought like he might be retiring, then he came back to play for the Lakers again with Luke Walton in the squad. Right. And so I'm like, is he retiring this year? I looked into it. There's different reports. Some say he's going to, uh, a university to get a degree. Hmm. Uh, some are saying he's calling it quits with the Lakers and official making that official, but uh, soon to be coming retirement. I don't know, but on the heels of him making some kind of decision, I was like, let me look up some of the things that Meta has done in his career okay. because uh, he has been anything but average.
0: He's always been a little bit of a wild card.
1: He's not even I mean, he's good on the court. He's a valuable asset to any team and has been for his It was Jeannie
0: Buzz talking about some of her Genie favorite Bus. like her leaguers.
1: Yeah. Genie anyway. B. so Meta World Peace uh, came across a website of some things that Meta has done in mm-hmm. his career. So part of the things that he's done he's done is run our test. His right. government given name. Right. Then he uh, changed it officially. Officially changed it to Meta World Peace. So, Sometimes I forget that his name
0: is Ron Artez. like because mm-hmm. I've known him as Meta right now for so long. Sure, but, but mean, anyway,
1: that should have been—he's so Meta. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, uh, I, so one thing, when he played for the Pacers, this dude wore three different numbers. Why? Because he could, and that was <laughs> like, I at first, and it was from season to season. I be like. Is he? Was he always wearing twenty three? I thought he had fifteen. Right. And then you check, you're like, oh yeah, he did have fifteen. But he just decided to change it this year. And then the next year, you look and you'd say like, was he always wearing number ninety (laughs) one? Because I feel like he was wearing twenty (laughs) three. He changed it three times. Uh, He drove uh, a race car. Um, He released an album. I do know that. Yeah, a yeah, rap album. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got bars.
0: <laughs> he's yeah. <laughs>
1: so um, he sold his NBA championship ring and donated proceeds to uh, Long Island City Steinway Child and Family Services. Oh wow! Plus another fifty-five k uh, to the Child Center for New York. That's awesome. Um, a championship ring. He's like, yeah, I won a championship. Yeah, I'll sell this to make money for the kids. I was like, well, who does that? Good for you. Um, first contestant eliminated from a season 13 of Dancing with the Stars. Good footwork on the court.
0: (laughs) But not, not on the dance floor.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite. He applied for, (laughs) he applied for a job at Circuit City. Remember Circuit City? Yeah.
0: Isn't it out of business now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: He applied for a job at Circuit City while with the Chicago Bulls right, during his rookie season to take advantage of the employee discounts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could totally see him doing that, though. It's like, they got an employee discount. I'm into that.
1: Um, oh, he pantsed uh, Paul Pierce in a game.
0: <laughs> I do remember that game. Uh,
1: he asked for a few months off during the 0405 season because he tried promoting an R&B album.
0: The, so he's just like a... Jack-of-all-trades kind of dude. Yeah. He just does a lot of different things.
1: Uh, he he wore... I didn't know this. 37 that he wore with the Lakers uh-huh. was in honor of Michael Jackson's Thriller, which was yes. number one on the charts for 37 straight weeks. Only meta. What is that? Uh, he's he's an art collector. Um... They they let him on a Nickelodeon show. I don't know who signed off on that.
0: <laughs> that was not signed off by.
1: Oh, his rap album was called My World, mm-hmm. featuring such names as P. Diddy, Juvenile, Mike Jones, Big Cap, mm-hmm. Nature, and Capone. So.
0: All right, all right. Yeah,
1: Mike Jones. If you if you didn't hear it the first time, say it again. In February 2004, he wore a bathrobe to the Pacers' practice as a symbolic reminder to take it easy.
0: Again, very meta. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, that's not a good one. And then, yeah, he's been on a TV show. Uh, I don't want that, I, dude. What are you doing?
0: There's just so there's so much. It's it's, it's a Complex magazine article that he, you're he claims.
1: To. Yeah, Complex ran this article. He claims to have been a checkers expert, and that he has never lost a game in his life. I will challenge you.
0: You're good at playing checkers. I can
1: do checkers. <laughs> if you hear this, you can Ron, come on, Ron come on my, my I mean, table.
0: Come on come on your table. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so anyway, there's a lot of good stuff out here about Meta World Peace and his life and interests, and so we don't know if he'll be in the league next year, um, but it's always a good time when he is, and if he's not in the league, we know he'll be doing interesting things.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like the, the Dennis Rodman of...
1: Oh, definitely. Like,
0: he's just hes just a wild card. You never really know what's going on with him.
1: You know what? And I'll say this, too. Maybe he's not the spokesperson for this that you want, mm-hmm. but he's the first player I can remember who made mention of uh, seeing a psychologist.
0: Oh, yeah. He talked about mental well—mental wellness.
1: Yeah, he raised it as a priority. Mm-hmm. So you look at this guy who, at one point, was synonymous with violence in the stands when they got in the, the brawl at the palace. Yeah. I think it was like 2005, something I don't
0: like that. remember. He but it was took, in the
1: early 2000s. Someone threw beer and Ron Artest jumped into the stands in uh, Detroit and he started throwing blows and there was a big fight and they ended the game. Uh, it was just melee and debauchery and people got suspended left and right. He was done for the rest of the <coughs> season. Um, but, you know, you look at that and you're like, I don't understand this guy. Right. Like, what is, he's such a, a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. But then you see him on other teams making a contribution as his career goes on. He becomes a really solid member, makes plays when they matter. Right. I remember that layup he made for the Lakers to win that game, and it was he hadn't he been broke all night, right? And then he made it when it mattered, right? And saved the day. Um, super dependable. And then when they won the championship with the Lakers, hey, run our test, like not run our test, Meta, right? Meta, what was your, uh, <coughs> you know, what do you what do you have to say? You won the championship. He's like, ah. I just want to thank my therapist, Dr. Yeah. So-and-so, who tells me, you know, like, really works with me through my sessions and makes me believe in myself and, you know, I've come a long way. Just give yeah, he's
0: friends. definitely a different player than he was when he first started. Um, oh, yeah. But it's always nice to see <coughs> someone taking care of their whole self, not just their physical body, but their emotional health, their mental health. Um, and, Yeah. Last one. Okay. What's the last Uh,
1: one? uh, He's from New York. Right. So when he was with Sacramento, he he had some interesting numbers. He wore 93 in Sacramento, and I never knew why. Yeah. World Peace uh, switched to number 93 with the Kings because it looked like the letters QB for Queensbridge. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just. I'm looking it, at it. It doesn't look like a Q I'm or. I'm
1: trying to see. Well, it. the
0: three I can see it being a B, but like 93 does not look like Q I'm B. I'm
1: trying to see it.
0: Well, maybe if the if you do the Q like.
1: But it goes the other way.
0: No, I know exactly. I don't. I don't know. That's so weird.
1: All right, I'll go along with this shirt. All right, Meta, <laughs> you're a dope person this week. Dope person this week. Meta world peace.
0: So yeah, what a what a week we've had.
1: Yeah.
0: What a week we've had. But a good one nonetheless. Any any parting words to, to the dabbling, dibble, dribbling folks out there?
1: Man, just keep dabbling and keep dribbling. This world's <laughs> going to tell you to stop. Just don't.
0: That was very uh, commencement-speaky of you.
1: I took that from someone's playbook. <laughs> no, so just keep your head down. <laughs> just keep fighting.
0: Just keep fighting. All right. Well, thanks for listening. As always, you can... Uh, contact and get to know Dablin and Driblin through all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Stitcher, Stitcher, uh, especially uh, when it comes to the podcast itself. We're all over the place. So uh, make sure you get to know us. I know last week we were going to do something special, but the weather got in our way, so hopefully we'll reschedule our special treat for y'all. So follow us on all of those platforms. Like us, subscribe, um, so, we can get into it every week. So, thanks for listening in for this episode, and uh, we'll catch you later.
1: See ya.